Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on Instagram and Twitter. I am Spike Lou in those same social streets. Holla at your boy. How you feeling out there? Man, I'm good, man. Shout out to Nashville 615. Went home for the weekend. Felt good to ride through the city. Look at all the new houses that weren't there three months ago when I rode through the city. Shit look crazy, man. But shout out to the Ville. It's definitely going up in the Ville. Um, Mentioning Nashville, RIP to Sean Rasheed Walker. Absolutely. um, Was killed gun violence over the weekend in Nashville, man. He was doing a lot of things in the city, the pro-am that went down in the summertime, usually pre-COVID in Nashville. Uh, He lost his life over the weekend. So our condolences to his family, his friends, Um, just, yeah. Absolutely, man, 100%. I saw saw Lou Will comment on it. I seen Chance the Rapper comment. Mm -hmm. So like it, it, it made waves. He touched a lot of people, man. And it's a lot of people heard behind it. Real. Yeah, man, he, he used to rep the 615 heavy and um lost a good guy. Absolutely. Lost a good guy, man. So big boy episode, man. Like for real. We got the we're talking Coach K and QC. They are expanding their empire. If you are an artist, should you be worried? And we're talking two chains latest album, his last album on Def Jam. We're gonna talk if that's gonna make us uh are we looking forward to his independent run that he's about to embark on? And we're also breaking down this versus battle between Jeezy and Gucci Mane. We never thought we'd see the day. We are continuing our Thanksgiving theme. We are thankful for these verses. Super thankful because they kept the lights on in COVID. Shout out to Swiss and shout out to Tim. But first, we have to end on another bad note. More gun violence, unfortunately, in the hip-hop community. Uh, Boosie-affiliated uh, artist Mo3 in Dallas was gunned down uh, on the interstate. Also, Boosie was shot in Dallas three days later uh, as he went to Dallas to pay homage uh, for Mo3 and his situation. Then, also in Texas, this pla- uh, this time another place, Benny the Butcher was shot in an attempted, alleged attempt robbery in Houston, uh, all this is coming off of the incident with King Vaughn last week. My question to you, are you surprised at the level of gun violence in hip hop, especially after Nipsey died? Um, that's a good question. And no, to be honest with you, if, we, if we're not playing towards yeah, a narrative, not, not at all. It's always been a part of the job. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it comes with it. It comes with being a rapper. We said this when Nipsey passed. Um, rap, hip hop is one of the few uh, professions where people look at your resume and, and they want to know like how real you are. They really got too much to do with like work that you put in or put forth the classes that you've passed. It's like, how real were you? Did you do what you were rapping about? And sometimes as guys, artists transition from that life that they're rapping about into the life of being a rapper, uh, it's hard for people around them to come and make that transition as swiftly as need to be made. It's hard for them sometimes to make that transition to, to start to maneuver like a famous person, maneuver like a person that can't get shot in traffic, maneuver like a person that can't get shot at Walmart. It's not their fault, 
it's a, a transition process. And sometimes by the fate uh, of the world that we live in during that transition process, people get caught up and, and things happen to them. We can go all the way back to Pop Smoke. Uh, this happens, seems like we talk about this every year. There's a year that we talk about a rapper uh, unfortunately losing their life. And to answer the question is not surprising at all. It, it, it's a part of the trade. I, I wish I could say I was surprised. I, I wish I could say that after Nipsey, that whole kind of universal peace treaty that that was kind of lingering over hip hop that you know, people were optimistic about things calming down a little bit, coming off the heels of that situation. I wish I could say that I was surprised that this stuff is happening. We we'd had three, four shootings in a week's time. All the fan favorites, people on the come up, vets, the whole like the whole gamut of hip hop artists you can think of, they just got shot over the week. Like it, it, it's it's crazy, and unfortunately, it's not surprising. This is almost as if we're just playing catch up for people being in the house uh, during COVID. Like, because this news would have been spread out and it maybe wouldn't have hit so closely together. This unfortunately would probably have just been spread out over four or five months, but instead we get it all in one week. And you hate to see it. You hate to see up and coming. Well, you hate to see anybody shot, but you really hate to see up and coming artists, people who may have had one foot in, maybe one foot out trying to get out. Uh, the Mo3 situation is 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 wild. I was reading up over that on, over the weekend. Got kind of went down a YouTube rabbit hole. Uh, you, if if the cops watch YouTube like I do, then this will probably be solved sooner than later because there's a lot of people doing a whole lot of talking on YouTube, which is crazy. That's an, that's a whole other situation. But you hate to see it. Uh, update on Benny though. He's doing fine. Took the private jet back to Buffalo. Westside Gun took a picture of him earlier today. So. And non-life threatening, it wasn't that serious. I'm I'm not sure what happened in Houston. Uh, like who who the fuck knows? But all this shit is all bad. I'm tired of talking about this type of shit and kicking the shows off with this news. I, I wish that shit would go away and people could just eat, get money, and and, and do what they love. But it's that's not that's not reality. You said you're you're tired of talking about it. Let me ask you a question. Uh, as someone who this is your given profession, podcasting and and speaking about hip hop. Does it embarrass you in circles that, that, like, let's say the people who aren't as versed in this stuff, this would be the thing that they come and ask you about? Is that kind of embarrassing? I mean, it's a little bit like talking to people who don't really understand that lifestyle. Like, they like they just they don't get it. Trying to explain talking to about them. rap or getting shot like that lifestyle. The, right? the, the whole, the, the, the coming from the streets and how the streets can intertwine with the music type lifestyle. There's people that don't really understand that and it doesn't make sense to them. And I, I wish it didn't make sense to me. I wish it didn't happen, but like, it, so trying to explain it to them and make it make sense, you like you end up sounding stupid because it, and honestly, it sounds dumb when you're trying to explain it. Like it, it's all, most of the time it's over nothing. I was reading up on the King Von beef with Quando Rondo. And it's, if you read what it's over, you'll be like, bro, this nigga lost his life literally for nothing. I'm, I'm talking about the most remedial shit, bro. Like it's literally nothing. And a nigga lost his life for that over a quote unquote beef that, that wasn't about shit. So when you hear stuff like that, man, it's, it, you can't really explain it. You try to make it make sense, but at the end of the day, it's it's all senseless. I mean, yeah, it is. It, it does come off as senseless. And 
speaking to it to other people, like you said, it may not be well versed in trying to explain it. It, 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 it does, it's difficult. I wouldn't say that it's embarrassing, but you take, like, you don't hear a pop musician is getting shot, right? Like it ain't a part of the job, like I said earlier, for a country musician to get shot, like going down a freeway. It's just, that's just not a part of it. And whether it be the lifestyles that they come from, and I say, like I said, can't make that transition quick enough or just living quote unquote, like a rapper or a gangster. I'm not sure which is mimicking which, uh, but it, it, it seemingly is, is, is only parallel. It's, it's only in hip hop that that happens. And it is a conversation to be had when people come in, they, like you see TMZ covering it. I mean, granted they, they cover the news and, and people give TMZ shit rightfully so of how they break the news sometimes. But I mean, this doesn't happen in any other genres of music. So there's no different way that they can spin it when they say right. rapper shot and killed on the interstate. And we can take it with a grain of salt when it's reported by TMZ, but it can't be fixed or reported differently until it's addressed like within the rap community. Yeah, and within the communities themselves too though. Like it's, it's, it's a little deeper than rap in my opinion. Um, and I'm not even putting the blame on the people in the community. I'm saying it's a whole, like, a whole mashup episode worth of issues going on that you could, you could kind of break up the blame pie and whatnot. But you just, you just hate to see it, man. Especially we kicking off two episodes in a row with this, bro. Like, that's, that's some slob. <laughs> like, it ain't no other way to put it, bro. Niggas under 30, like, niggas dumb, young. Like, this shit crazy. It is. It's, it's very unfortunate, man, as far as um, having to talk about that and cover that. And like you said, there's a mashup episode worth of um, information to be discussed as far as just the impact it is. Charlemagne brought up a good point as far as just the, the trauma that you're seeing. Like, you usually, even with Tupac and stuff, you're seeing the fight. But you don't, like, you're seeing, like, King Von get popped. You're seeing like just the different footage and that adds to the trauma of it as well. Uh, but to try and move on and take it to a lighter note, my guy, Mr. Two Chains himself came out with an album over the weekend, a surprise album. Um, I can't, damn, what's the name of it? So Help Me God. Oh, So Help Me God. Now, damn, I was on vacation this weekend, so I really was out of it. But that's So Help Me God came out by 2 Chains. My question to you after hearing that, are you more or less excited about 2 Chains independence after this album and leaving Def Jam? Um, this album reminds me of Jeezy's quote-unquote last album on Def Jam. He, he re-upped recently uh, in, in terms of quality and sound. It's not hitting the same in his previous efforts, bro. And I don't know what it is with these albums when they go independent or when they're about to go independent, but the quality is not the same, bro. If this is a sign to come of what his music is going to sound like moving forward, I'm not interested and I'm not going to be looking forward to it. Like you got music on here, bro. Some of the beats are some slow. You got a Chief Keef verse that would have never made it on Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. That shit would have been in the recycling bin, bro. And then he tried to even, he said that he sent um, the uh, Southside Hove record to Jay-Z and Jay-Z didn't even respond. Like that lets you know, bro, you tried to get Jay on the record. He didn't even write you back, bro. That let, that, 
Jay knew something that I know after I heard this album that this shit it ain't it, bro. And I I fucks with two chains. Pretty girls like trap music is banging. Uh, Boats one is banging. Boats two is banging. I fuck with his catalog. I fuck with his style. He's entertaining as fuck. His rollouts his rollouts are usually on point. It wasn't one for this one. Just delays. And so I like I. If this is what we finna look forward to, bro, like this ain't it, man. He need a machine behind him. I'm gonna keep it a stack. And you're gonna try to lie and say it was banging and it wasn't. The only thing that you were right about is him needing a machine behind him. Like I don't, I don't look forward to two chains having to uh, independently pull his ideas off. Mm. Even with this, so help me God, like. You hated the rollout, but it was delayed a couple of times, and I would blame this on Def Jam more than I would blame Two Chains. Uh, but am I looking forward to him leaving, being independent? Absolutely not. I, I, Two Chain is like Jay to kiss. Like he needs uh, from a fan's wow, perspective. Man, I, won't. I can't do him like that though. Can't do him Two like Chains that. to me is like a Jay to kiss. He needs that that behind him, someone else doing the leg work, someone else like saying, hey, show up here, do this, because he's so good at that stuff. Now he can do separate stuff. Like he got the uh, uh, most expensive that you see on Vice and, and the different things that 2 Chains does outside of the rap lane. But in the rap lane, he is a bigger impact when he's with someone like Def Jam. Like I didn't seen him try to make it with small boutique independent labels like DTP and whatever else that came after that with True, which it just doesn't work. I would rather see him do that. And his album, you hating on it, by the way. Um, this album, album, this album, I like it. It closes out strong. I don't like the beginning. I feel like that this is a typical walk away album, though. This is a typical hey, Def Jam. Walk away album is what you're trying to say. Walk away. I'm done. I'm done. This is my last album to fulfill. I'm out of here. But don't act like it wasn't banging. The whole last everything from Southside Home on is is legit. Two chains, and it's what you were looking for um, on rapper go to the league. The slow down sample tracks. This is what you were looking for. He just split it up into two albums. Uh, the first part of the album it didn't work for me. I won't lie, it was uh, too trying to catch a vibe. I could tell he recorded it quickly. Sound like something he threw together to a quarantine. Like I said, to fulfill his contract needs. Um, as for the Jay Z thing. <laughs> that that's that's not a that, that that's not a Jay Z feature anymore. It may have been prior to 444 a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That may have been a Jay Z song, but that's in 2020. That's just the Southside Hove track. That's, that's not a Hove track. That's not what he owned. And Two Chains as a musician should know that. Like he that that's I'm not even surprised. Even though Two Chains is my boy and I respect him as a hell of a lyricist. For him not getting a reply, sending Hove that. Like, Hove not responding to that in 2020. He would responded, like, in 2016 to that. But he not responding to that in 2020. And let me know it sound dated, man. That's why he doing that, that in 2016. That song. And the song still sounds good, though. The song is cool. That song is cool. Hove not getting on that, though. Yeah, absolutely not. Nice try, though. But no, he's not He's not getting on that. He got I that don't like... Right yeah, nah, he scroll. Yeah, he kept it moving on that email. Scroll right. <laughs> Nigga probably didn't even get that to him. That, like, that, Tata, they ain't even probably pass that off to him. Nah, they did. He ain't even hear it. He ain't even hear it. Lenny S just heard it and, and, and slam dunked it in the recycling bin. He ain't even hear that. 
But I mean, that's unfortunate too, because we deserve a two chains and hold track. It ain't gonna happen now. That's it. Yeah, no, nah, he can cancel it. At, at one point in time, for Especially sure. Especially leave Def Jam. Nah. Like doing it independently, I really don't see that happen. Absolutely not. I, look, man, I, I I get it. I think I'm giving Two Chains a little more credit than you are with Jada. Jada just wants to come in, spit 16, walk out, go home, and that's it. That's all he wants to do. I got to give Two Chains a little bit more props with the dabbing sandals, sweaters, and the and the pink trap house and things of that name. Like he has a little bit more of a a 360 view of a rollout or a project. So I he can, does. I, I can't just say he's just rapping and then leaving. But I say he performs better. I ain't say that with Jada Kiss, like what you just said, I'm not implying that that, that's what Jada Kiss wants to do. True. I said that 2 Chains is put in a better position when that's all that he has to do. Mm. Like like when all that he has to do from a music standpoint is show up and give you Pretty Girls Got Trap music from the outside, then he get to show you the rollout, he get to do the dab sweaters. But if I feel like if he got to put 110% towards the 2 Chains album, then you don't get that stuff no more. Yeah. I get it. He owns his masters. We know what happens when you go independent. You get a bigger piece of the pie. You have to do a little bit more up front, but you get a bigger piece of the pie. And I just, yeah, it's work, man. But uh, Brian, this album was super underwhelming. Can you not say he's been going down ever since? Pretty Girls Like Trap Music is up here. Then he dropped the rapper Go to League, and that was a step below. And then he dropped this, and that's a step below that. Like, let's be, if we keep it in a thou wow. Yeah, I mean, it, this is, it has been uh, uh, rescinding efforts 100%, but I don't blame, like I said, 2 chains. I blame that more so on the state of Def Jam. Like I said, the better Def Jam was, the better the rollout in the albums were, and as Def Jam started to decline, so did the albums. Mm. 2 chains effort was still there. I think even with this delay, you had the effort still there on 2 chains part. Just everything was shut down from the label standpoint, so it couldn't really hit like it needed to. That's know? possible. Moving on to another record label. Uh, Coach K is expanding QC, Quality Control Entertainment, into sports. All right, Now, he's already signed NFL running back Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Swift. He is now moving into baseball, all right? They heavy into the sports management right now. Would you be nervous about these moves if you were an artist signed to QC record label? No, 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 absolutely not. I think this would grow the brand. If I'm one of the um, pillar artists, one of the staple guys that was there from the beginning, like me goes before the contract issues that were had. Like hopefully that that works out and they still there building with QC, but this is bigger for me. Like we step into the arena of sports and we step into the arena of baseball, football, breaking the sports up. And yeah, I plan on being there, being around, shaking hands with those people, being introduced in those circles as to where I can expand my portfolio. So um, especially in 2020 where rappers are looking to do more than just rap, this is more than uh, opportunity uh, that presents itself where they can learn the game, learn to do things in the sports management field. And I know we've seen this happen before uh, with Master P and we see Diddy kind of put his toes in it and whoever else, but as QC has been successful in this and trying new things, I, or excuse me, in music and trying new things, I look forward to them trying to 
push their impact, push their culture on football, at least. It's going to be a rough climb for baseball if they're trying to get into that. I saw a little bit about the baseball. I'm not sure how successful they'll be there, but at least the football with Alvin Kamara, who just signed a big boy contract. That's true. Uh, Listen, we've seen this before. Um, Shout out to the man that's on my shirt, Master P. He tried and failed miserably. Uh, We know what happened with the downfall of No Limit was the head honcho was trying to do too much. He was trying to juggle too many plates at one time. And we do that, you drop all of them. Now, we have seen what this looks like when done correctly, because Jay-Z is doing it right now with Rock Nation Sports. He's shaking it. And he's got Rock Nation management, and he's got Rock Nation record label. Similarly, QC has their record label. They also have the management arm, and now they have a sports division. So I get what he's doing, molding it after Rock Nation, because then you can take your sports connects and weave in some of those hit records that Migos are making or Lil Baby is making, and you can got a nice little pipeline straight to the major leagues (laughs) or the professional leagues of sports, and you can have your songs playing in their arenas, playing on Madden or however many other streams of revenue you you can milk out of it. So I get the concept, but if I'm a rapper on there, I am slightly nervous. Not, I ain't sweating bullets or nothing crazy like that, but if I'm Lil Yachty, who's already kind of teetering on the balance of being relevant and slick falling off, like I'm a little nervous. I need that attention on me to get my career back where it need to be. I need to get back in Sprite commercials and shit, dude. And like y'all niggas ain't y'all over there talking to pictures from fucking uh, Dominican Republic and shit. Y'all out the country. I can't get a hold of nobody. (laughs) I need answers on these singles, dude. Like what we doing? So if I'm somebody like Yachty, I'm a little nervous. If I'm Migos or like Lil Baby, we still trying to get my contract situated. (laughs) We ain't we ain't done with that yet. So, look. So you think that they're growing too fast? What are you trying to say? Man, it, I'm sure that they. It, it depends. It, if they got the right, because I, I see who they they um they picked up somebody who's been in Major League Baseball for like 20 years, mm-hmm. so they clearly know what they're doing. It's just man, just have the foundation, please. I, I I trust P. I trust Coach K. Just have the solid foundation. Then yes, you can build a sports arm over there with it, man. But just 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 had a foundation right and stay focused man I, I would hate to see it crumble or people leaving because they felt like they're not getting the attention that they need anymore because niggas is focused on alvin Kamara and shit going to the super bowl or whatever that's a nice thing to be focused on i feel like with qc if if the artist is working then the artist is going to get what they're supposed to get i feel mm. like as long as you're not sitting around asking why aren't i getting this they have developed the like the, the people who've worked the hardest over there have have risen to the top. You had a little baby who has spoken to how he's done his studio amigos when they first came out. I, I mean, as long as you ain't sitting around waiting on nobody to throw you anything, I don't think that this will have any effect on that. And they're gonna hire the right people. Like they're gonna put the right people in place where this is successful too. As you spoke to, I can't think of the lady's name that they were speaking of. Uh, that was doing this, uh, uh, whatever. But they're going to put the people in place for this to be successful. So I, you don't have to worry, man. If you're an artist, you're good, man. Just be alone for this ride. This is good for people. It's expanding the horizons. Expanding the baseball. I mean, it sounds good, but yeah, listen, when my contract already looked funny in the light, and then now all of a sudden y'all talking baseball, football, wrestling, yeah, and I, I, hey, man, hold, slow down. Can you I fix you my paperwork first? 
How you think they gonna pay these niggas? <laughs> Got to get this football and sports and athletic money to pay these <laughs> niggas what they owe them. <laughs> pay me what you owe me, man. Shit, pay me for my streams, man. Stop giving me cars and shit. <laughs> That's a fact. Now, recently, Billboard came out with their top twenty players list of twenty twenty. Um, this came out during COVID and kind of shine a light on who is still doing their thing throughout the pandemic. My question to you, are you surprised that these lists aren't as uh, sought after and as impactful as they once were? Um, they're impactful if your name is on it. Mm. Uh, I looked at it. It, it had, uh, I'm looking to have like executive of the year, label of the year, management of the year. Big, Billboard is a big boy outlet. It is the Thanks. outlet for you know, tracking music and, and all of that shit. Anytime somebody gets a top 10, top five, number one, they talk about it, they scream about it. And that's something to be a proud of. So if I'm a listed on here as a management or executive, nigga, that's getting added to the resume and that check getting, nigga, my check is getting inflated. Like, hell yeah, this matters if I'm on it. And actually I was reading through, this is a really good article, man. We're gonna try to put these in the show notes so people can check it out. Cause they talk to a lot of different people. They talk mm. to people behind the scenes of some of your favorite record labels. You may or may not be familiar with their names, but they're giving good advice and kind of giving a little bit of uh, the secret to the sauce of how they make their artists successful. So if you're an up and coming artist, are you just interested in the game? I, I definitely suggest reading There's some good content, but no, I'm, I, I wasn't uh, necessarily, I wouldn't say that they're not relevant anymore. Maybe everybody's not checking for them. It's a lot of distractions going on. But for those that are checking for it, it's good content that you can put to use for sure. That's a fact. It is some good information. And uh, I guess a better question from that, were you surprised being a connoisseur of hip hop at, well, let me ask you this first. Were there a lot of names that you knew or didn't know on the list? Name, there were names that I didn't know, but there were, there were labels and stuff that I was familiar with though. Like I may not have known you know, the person running the label, but you see, you see like High Bridge, which mm -hmm. is uh, A Boogie you know and them. Are. You see, you see A-List, uh, which is um, uh, my man in Chicago with Juice World. that's Bibby and them. So like you see some of the partners, like people know T.I., they may not know Jason Jeter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you see those types of situations. It's interesting. Matter of fact, it's a nice list of motherfuckers we need to reach out to to get on the show because I'd like to hear from a lot of these people because they cooking. All of them are cooking. All That's of them. That's a fact. <laughs> if so you made it to this level, you right. doing something right. Do you remember looking at a list like a source 30 for 30 list though and knowing Ooh. 27 of those 30 names? You remember that though? That's true. Yeah, Does yeah, it yeah. Take that away? source 30 issue was tough. Yeah, you used to know everybody on that list. Does it take away anything from you like not knowing those people or does it add to it having to look those people up? No, I think, I think it adds to it, man. Back, in, back then when the source was relevant, there weren't as many labels and as many people rapping. Nowadays, you got so many different independent boutique labels doing their thing. It, it's kind of hard to, to, it's hard to listen to all that shit, much less follow oh, who's who running that? shit. <laughs> so yeah. I can't be mad at that. Uh, but yeah, you're right though. The 30 for 30 uh, power joints used to be tough, uh, but that don't take nothing away from this, man. Kudos to everybody on the list. It, it's it's some dope people on there. Some names I wasn't familiar with, but they making power plays. So I need to be finding their emails and hollering at them. And, and if you're an independent artist, I do the same. Absolutely. Congratulations to those guys, man. What we got? Absolutely, man. Listen, on to the main topic, people. 
the day we thought we'd never see. It was originally supposed to be one thing. Out of the blue, Gucci post, post a pick of a versus battle between him and Jeezy. I, I thought that was fake. I ain't gonna lie. When G, when when Gucci posted it first, I was like, "Nah, that's guy ain't biting. This is some made up shit. Yep. This is, yeah, it's a joke because nobody else had posted it. Versus hadn't posted it. Swiss hadn't posted it. So I was like, oh, "Okay, this is a shock." And then they made it all the way official, dude. So instead of Ti and Gucci, which excuse me, Ti and Jeezy, which is what we were preparing for, <laughs> we got Gucci and Jeezy. Let me ask you first, though. Are we getting a better matchup with this? For the culture mm. and musically, because that could be two different answers. Not musically. For the mm. culture, maybe. And that depends on how it plays out. Um, if we get a good experience from this. But musically, I think T.I. and Jeezy would have been a uh, knockdown, drag them out. He go 20 hits. Gucci Man has more of a niche audience. And, well, he has no problem putting 20 up. Some of those 20 may go over a section of people's heads. With mm. T.I., you wasn't going to have that problem. Ain't That's nothing going on. You're not going to have that problem with Tip. <clears throat> so that would be the only concern or the only fall off that you would have from a cultural standpoint, saying that Jeezy and, 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 and Gucci going to be in the same room? Yeah, doing, doing music? That's big. Man. <laughs> You don't get no bigger than that. Hey, I I give it to Swiss I man. Slick, they create moments right now. I bro. slick like, still don't believe it. Yeah, they, I don't either. A, I I still do not believe it. I'm hesitant to do this this preview say, to even get excited about this. I, I I'm not sure that it'll happen. This I, I give it to Swiss and them. They create moments, bro. Like they every time they keep, we think that they done created a moment that they can't top. Bro, they like they they got big R and B legends and shit. Like, nigga, like they're doing big boy shit. I gotta give them props. If this does happen, because we gotta put if, because we don't know. Because Gucci, I remember Gucci when this shit first popped off. He said he needed a million to do it. So I don't either. He had a change of heart, or <laughs> he got a big boy saying. check. I wonder who called Gucci and made him change his mind. Swiss has worked Jeezy. with Gucci before. But a long G, time ago. I mean, with Swiss ain't the nigga that's calling and changing Gucci man mind. Like it's not Swiss beats. I don't know who it was, but it wasn't Swiss. Maybe Alicia Keys. It may Maybe. have been her, but it wasn't him. I don't know. I, would you be let down if they weren't in the same room? I don't would there be a little bit of let down? You'd be like, oh hell. I don't think they are gonna be. Really? I don't think they I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, that's kind of some slaughter. <laughs> That's got us some slob. I was like, "That's gonna happen, man." I don't think we're gonna have that. Like, <laughs> it's that live from Atlanta, man. They gonna be in the yeah, same room. Both of them gonna be in Atlanta. That's <laughs> it. That's what's gonna happen. I just don't. I don't see. I don't see G's. I, I don't. I. I may be a pessimist in this, but I just don't see it, man. Like I was there. I was there when them niggas was releasing them beef songs about each other. There wasn't no rap beef. I just don't see them niggas even being cordial enough to sit there and be like, "You play your song, I play my song." Like they, but they've they've even been they've both even kind of been joking online. Like he called him Snow Cone, and then Jeezy called him Look Good Jokes. They made jokes. <laughs> made jokes, man. Maybe they embracing they it, man. Jokes, man. It's the hip hop brandy and Monica. 
It's worse. Cause they hate each like, other. <laughs> they hate like even it, it might you can you can really call out when it's for show, like with Brandy and Monica, they may have had some slight ill will, like with these niggas. What? Slight like ill each. will. <laughs> they don't hate each other though. It ain't on site. What? Like, they don't hate they ain't got other. to fighting before, man. Really? Hey, I didn't know that. I ain't already. Yeah. You weren't finna say have Jeezy and Gucci man got to fight. They haven't. He's <laughs> literally tried to kill. He's literally, he literally put a hit out on this man and allegedly. tried to kill him. So yeah, allegedly. So <laughs> hey man, if, if that, more power to them. Hopefully they have both grown and you know in a position where they can sit in the same room and we can talk about black excellence and we can enjoy it and have a good time. I'm not sure that that's gonna be a, a thing. Let's, I'd be let's, surprised. Let's get I'd be, to I'm like watching that on the edge of my seat the whole time if they're in the same room. Agreed. I'm point. uh as we always do with these with these uh versus previews, man. We'll go through a couple of questions. Um, you know, singles battle, who's gonna win the features battle, things of that nature. First up though, man, bigger impact. Who do you think has had a bigger impact on the rap game, Gucci or Jeezy? Mm, this is almost like a trick question, man, because I could be of one of of one debate and say that Jeezy birthed a whole genre of of trap rap of that person who wasn't necessarily the best rapper, but had the best beats and what he was saying was the most catchy and your favorite rapper, it was his favorite stuff to listen to. Like Jeezy created the, the clever dope boy shit. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, when we're talking about musical impact, you talking about Gucci undeniably putting out Young Thug and Migos and some of the biggest Nicki Minaj, French Montana, like these are some of the biggest acts in hip hop. And if it weren't for Gucci, I think we did an episode titled that, if it weren't for Gucci, like you could say that these people wouldn't have had the impact that they had. Facts. So when you're talking about impact, both of them can stay claim to a really, really large lane of I did this dolo myself and created a whole bunch of kids from it. I agree. That's what makes this a good matchup, though, because because it's a, they're in very similar lanes. Mm -hmm. Like this is probably the most similar lane hip hop battle that we've had. Uh, if you look back, we had Nelly and Luda, which is uh, same era, same kind of similar. Uh, Snoop and DMX, not really two on two different coasts, but these they, like they in each other's backyard. So and. and but it's so close because Jeezy crossed over mainstream earlier than Gucci did, but then but Gucci had the streets on Smash for so long, so it is it really is a tie. If I had to get a nod, I'd say Gucci because just everything kind of comes from the streets first. But it's super close in terms of impact. You you can make an argument for either one, and and I wouldn't necessarily be mad at you. But again, that's I, th okay. I think that's what makes this cool though. I'm fucking with yeah. you about. Like I said, it's a cool concept, man. I I just want to see it happen. I, I will be 100% supportive when it does happen, and I can't wait to see it. Um, 
Jeezy just he hasn't when we're coming to artists if we if we want to give an edge I would give the edge to Gucci just because of the artists that he's put on you mm. haven't seen Jeezy successful in that aspect and that's a, that's a big part of hip-hop who is a part of your quote-unquote family tree so I would, I would say that um let's talk singles if, if, if there's battles within the battle we always talk about this when it comes to singles who do you think has the edge Jeezy or Gucci I go with Gucci for Crazy singles like I don't even think that Jeezy got nothing big as well shit, president is black but ain't the, got nothing big as what what was, you, what was the Gucci song you was gonna say <laughs> wasted Wasting and uh, lemonade. You forgot about lemonade. Hit, <laughs> hit. Now lemonade was bang. Hit. Lemonade. Was was I ain't even saying just from a musical standpoint. You ain't even gotta say it's bang because that ain't just Gucci Lane per right. se. But as far as it being a hit, that was a it, hit. It's recognizable for sure. People gonna know what that is. That was in movies. Play. That was like in the corny white movies with it being played like with they little token black song in the movie. So yeah, I don't think Jeezy ever done that. Jeezy, now nah, Jeezy got some well, singles. My president, though, my I don't president know. is black. What you, my president is black and put on? It was two biggest singles. You're not doing like none of the shit with like Akon and I'm like, that? Akon and Young G, when that come on? Really? <laughs> you can find me on it, but with no black. That's gonna, bro, that's gonna <laughs> ring off, bro. That is, but Gucci got something for that though. That's what, what I'm saying, like, that that stuff right there, like I don't know, I don't know if that's what's gonna be able to put Jeezy over the top. He gonna have to leave that. He got to leave that Akon and Young Jeezy shit at home. Shit, like, you better like, hey, you better he better bring, cause now the difference that he had from with Tip is that like he could have played that street gutter shit and had the edge up on Tip, cause Tip got that, but Tip don't go as gutter as Jeezy now, like Gucci. Gucci got it, whatever gutter little pocket you trying to get in, like we right here for it. And that's what win needs. We seen it with uh Fab and Jada Kiss, like the grimy street shit. Gucci got a thousand of those. Yeah, for sure. That's and a fact. And the Akon he will shit lose half gonna... of the audience. Play... No, nah, he won't. He won't. Playing Bruh, the Akon shit ain't going to get it, bro. I'm telling you. Gucci playing uh, a B-list, uh, a B-side mixtape track on his... 16th mixtape, bro. He's gonna lose. That's gonna lose people. Gucci bro. gonna play first day out and it's never heard go, of it. You, you wouldn't have, but people have, and it's gonna go ham. The speaker's gonna break. Gucci gonna flip the table and it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a trap fight. First day out. Um, okay, then features battle. Who had first of all, Jeezy has easy has the singles win, in my opinion. You're saying Gucci. Really? Who, who yeah, do you think has the features win on here? Who has the edge? Mm. Maybe a tie. Oh my God. We know the answer to this too. Cause I got, you got a lot of Gucci stuff that you gonna have with Young Thug, Amigos, and some old French and Nicky shit. Like Dude, nobody wanna hear that shit. Jeezy's, I mean, he got Jay-Z. Like he gonna have some dope ass Jay-Z features. He gonna have a dope ass like T.I. shit. No, I'm saying, I'm saying songs that he's featured on. 
Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the, the features that he was going to be able to bring to the table. Oh, no, no, no. Songs that he's, oh. that they're featured on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I get I give Jeezy that one, 100%. He got that That's, that's G. That's Snowman all day. Man, it was a point in time where Jeezy verse was, it was a Wayne verse. It was mixtape Wayne verse, and then it was a Jeezy verse. So yep. 100% Jeezy on that one. Agreed. Jeezy could do- uh, What's up? He could do a verses with just remix verses. Like he on so many remixes, dude. Like he was the go-to dude, like you just said. So like you could really cheat and do that, but he probably will leave them alone. That's a little bit of a cheat code. That like if I had to pick one off the top of my head, I give you time to think. It would be that uh, what do I'm in the cool whip outside Jello? Hop up out there, pretty motherfucker! Like hello, hello, hello. Low. yeah, shorty low. Oof. He, he might have to play that, though. He might oh, have to play that first, God. though. Man, he ripped that. He might uh, have to play that, dude. A quarter million dollar nigga. A quarter, what do you, a half a million dollar nigga, some house shoes, or that one. I think it's the same one on that shorty low. But the other one, uh, that Bun B, since we just listened to that, that Bun B pushing. I just whipped me up a charger. Like, Jesus got the feature game on. That's what he was in his bag. That's what I'm saying. That's gonna and be that, rough. Uh, oh man, that boy's in the hood. Oh, he, that God. hustling remix. He probably not gonna do that. Though. He not gonna do the hustling remix though. But he he got the edge on that, and I have I have a question to follow up with that, but I'm gonna save it for later though. Mm-hmm. Discographies. Gucci has 14 studio albums and 74 mixtapes. Jeezy has nine studio albums and 18 mixtapes. Who has the better discography? Jeezy. It sounds like a sweep for Jeezy. That's what it sounded like. No, like you you had to persuade me a couple of those for Jeezy. It's going to be really close. But no, Jeezy definitely got the better discography. Jeezy just make better projects than Gucci Mm. Man. Gucci Man, for a long time, one of the knocks, well, before I started like listening to him, listening to him, it sounded like he would just like do the same thing over and over and over, but that's what made him hot. That's how he got that cult following that we speak of him having. So uh, a lot of that stuff you have to cipher through to find the like diamonds in the rough, but it's in there if you're willing to go through those 74 mixtapes that you name. But if I'm going discography and easy access, give me Jeezy all day. Like I know for a fact what I can go to off the wham that's going to give me hype and it ain't even like I got to find two, three hours in my time to find it. With, with that being said, with all of those mixtapes, one of my questions, I got a prop bet. Mm-hmm. Over or under six and a half mixtape songs played by Gucci? Over. Really? Absolutely. You could have set the over under nine for that. <laughs> <laughs> over under is nine for that. They gonna play all white bricks? Man, my shirt absolutely. off. Absolutely, my shirt off. Bricks. Nah, ain't no way. Uh, trap house. Man, come but on. That's, that's an album. That's on his album, though. That ain't no mixtape. That but, was the first mixtape he had. The trap house. The first one I heard, anyway. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was on the album, man. but he not playing. He not playing two of those. <laughs> Bird flu. First day out. All that mixtape shit. He going. He playing that because that that's his. That's his. If he has a claim over Jeezy when he's talking about that trap shit, I'm sure like that's the way he goes. He gonna go in his crate. And when I was in my bag and y'all seen the smack DVDs of me going in <laughs> with the big chain, I'm pushing bitches out the car. I'm going in that era. 
I want a nigga to bring Guwap back. That's what he gonna be in there praying that a nigga bring Guwap back, that he can do the clone and go back to Guwap. He gonna be praying that happen. Hey man. <clears throat> Oh, is it gonna be tension? They gonna be cool, man. Absolutely. Like, let's say they in the same room. Tension. That's why I don't believe it's, it's I, from a musical, excuse me, from a fan standpoint, I probably would have rather much seen the T.I. versus Jeezy because it would have been celebratory. You would have had some little jabs. It would have been cool. Like this, these niggas don't like each other. I don't, <laughs> I don't see these niggas making up in the next two to three days. <laughs> To a point where they can be cordial, so it's gonna be kind of awkward. And maybe, I, maybe it's been a conversation that we don't know about, though. Maybe so, but I doubt it. He was just on Breakfast Club two weeks ago saying that geez, I mean, the Gucci turned him down. That's why I wonder who called Gucci and was like, "Hey, you should do this. It'll look good for you," or who you have a conversation with. Um, I just don't. But that means they were in talks it. then. Who? If Jesus was like, nah, he turned me down. At least that mean there was a conversation being had. That's what- I, Well, I think Jesus said that Swiss called him, asked him when he do the verses, and he was like, well, the only person that I would do the- Man, this might all be marketing too. Like, they might have already had this shit set up, but- That's, he, that's he, true. He said that Jeezy, well, excuse me, Jeezy said that the only person I'm gonna do it with is Gucci. And Swiss said he reached out to Gucci and it was crickets. And he seen T.I. on IG's talk going back and forth from 50. He was like, well, what about Tip? And G was like, okay, well, I guess I can do Tip. And then boom, they did the Tip and the um, him. Which brings me to the question, is, is Tip ass out? Nah. T.I. just he'll, not gonna get no verses now? He'll, he'll do one with somebody. The streets is saying T.I. versus Lil Wayne. He don't want that smoke though. Don't do T.I. any kind of way. T.I. don't want. T.I. does I not that's, that's, want yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that little uh, Wayne smoke. I repeat, T.I. does not want that. Too much dip all. on his chip. He got too much dip on his chip. Man. <laughs> too much dip on your chip, buddy. That steak yeah. ain't worth the sizzle. You don't want yeah. them issues right there, dude. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so, that's true. Like no Wayne, it's not. It's not any. It's not many people. It's not two, three people want to see. Yeah, that Wayne. ain't even no knock against Tip. That's just yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Wayne, like it ain't too many niggas that can. Like that's Wayne can saying. stop. I could. <laughs> Wayne could stop it. He could go like battle niggas up until he's like all my shit twenty one and under, all my <laughs> mixtape shit, all my Carter shit, all my feature shit, all my feature <laughs> shit. This is all my rock and roll shit. <laughs> Nigga that had like six clips. All my, my auto tune shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tip ass out, man. Cause Tip, he couldn't get that 50 that he wanted. Yeah, that Ross hurt. already done went. Two chains already done went. Them be perfect matchups for him. Now even you look back at it, Jada Kiss or Fab would have been cool for T.I. Yeah, I think T.I. might be ass out, man. Now, it ain't no other good matchup for him. It'll be inter him and Wayne will be entertained. I first of all, I need to see TI in this environment see. though. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say <laughs> ass out. I need to see TI on the verses and I that's a fact. future. Ooh. TI future. They could do the yeah, old new them, Atlanta though. shit. TI nah. Washington. Get out of here. TI my boy. He ain't got no March Madness. That's, that's fine. my boy. That's fine. That's one. No March Madness. He ain't got, no <laughs> he ain't got no savages. Come on, man. He might that's, be out of love. That may that that may be it right there. Ti future. 
Future not gonna do it though. Future only he only be talking. He only do interviews. Man, they're gonna standing in front of camera for hours. But see, that's what'll make that funny though. I think that's what'll make that because both of them niggas from Atlanta and it's a different kind of like. Future can't pull that shit that that too cool for school shit with Tip <laughs> Duff. Like nigga, I know you, nigga. You meathead, nigga. You was right down here recording with these niggas in a uh, goodie mob, nigga. I know who you are. You ain't fucking what what Jimi Hendrix, whatever the fuck your name is, nigga. I know you. Can't sit right over there and be too cool. That'll be dope. I think the Ti future. That's where Ti going. That's the only way Ti not losing in this. But back to this Gucci man and um. Jeezy, I think that it'll be tension, as you said. I don't know if it's gonna be the tension that you will enjoy, like that tension when you're like, oh, okay, it's cool, them niggas clearly don't like each other, but nothing's gonna happen. Or if it's that tension, it's like, you're almost like, it's uneasy to watch. Like, oh man, these niggas ain't even, they don't even wanna be here, really. Nah, I don't think, it, I don't think, I think they both professional enough. They know how to put on a show enough to make it entertaining. It may be awkward at first though. But when niggas get to warming up, niggas might get some juice in their system. The song no, get to flowing, they'll get drink. comfortable. Don't let I the hope. niggas drink, man. Who gonna play the first diss song? Which one I'm gonna play the diss song first? See, I was hoping. <laughs> That's gonna I, happen. I, I, I don't, is it? You think so? Absolutely. If Jeezy don't do it, Gucci gonna definitely play the diss song that he got with Snowman. He uh, might play that when he got that's about gonna blow two. it, man. Hey, that's hey, did you see the did you see the did you see the uh the tweet of the dude from uh Snowfall and Franklin when he was talking bad to Leon in the car and he said that Swiss talking to uh Gucci said, Man, don't fuck this up. I don't give a fuck if you don't like him, man. That shit was hilarious. I gotta find that tweet again, dude. That's he said that Swiss shit. talking to Gucci. I'm you, hey man, man, don't fuck this up. That nigga, he might play it first. Somebody said he gonna play. Uh, he gonna play that twenty times. What kind of king? <laughs> just gonna play that twenty times. If Gucci played the, the Jeezy this twenty times, freak. <laughs> hey, dude, that that's what I'm saying. But that ain't that. Ain't, hey, that that might happen with Gucci though. And then like, then what you gonna do? <laughs> Jeezy, like oh, niggas gonna keep playing this. Hey man, well, give give me your score prediction out of twenty. Who do you got winning? What's the score? Uh, thirteen seven. Jeezy, I got the exact same score. Really? Right here on my iPad, I have thirteen seven Jeezy. Yeah, thirteen seven Jeezy. That I I don't see it going no other way. Uh, like I said, unless he played the, the this song twenty times. Then it's 20 to nothing, because that'll be fucking hilarious. That'll be one of the funniest moments in uh, Versus history. Uh, Let us know what you guys think, man. Give us a score prediction. Who do you got? What do you think it would have been if it would have been T.I. and Jeezy? You think? That would have been now 11-9, one way or the other, just depending on who who came to play that night. Cause it was a path for winning for both sides. That like mm. that was a chess match. Like it was a path for winning for Ti could have came in that motherfucking one fifteen five. Ti could have came in there and been close, or Jesus could have came in out and and squeaked out a victory. I don't see easy blowing him out in no scenario, but it could have went three different ways. Um, that's right. I think that one would have been just so much more entertaining, man. Like for the I culture, so. the Gucci and Jeezy is cool, but. I need to see Tip do this shit, man. 
As I do too. And real quick, before we get to these wins and losses, make sure y'all check out the versus challenge that we have going on. Uh, make sure you send us your 20 joints. See if you can guess the 10 that Gucci will play and the 10 that Jeezy will play, man. Whoever gets theirs in first and is closest will get one month free of Patreon, man. We got super dope content on Patreon right now. Link in the bio if you haven't subscribed. But make sure you either email us on TV at Gmail or just send us a DM with your Mm -hmm. guess of the 20 songs, man. You might win a free month of Patreon. That's dope. Tap in, man. We look forward to you guys submitting to that contest. We got some wins and some losses. Absolutely. Oh, he's not. Hey, if he plays shirt off, I might, I might do the do the instant reaction with no shirt on. If he plays shirt oh, off, that's man. how that's how bad I know it's not gonna happen. So uh, one for him not playing shirt off. <laughs> but he definitely playing that though. Like, fam, Gucci finna come in there with all of them 10, 17 new niggas like uh Pooh all right. of them niggas is finna be in there hype behind him. Like, you know, you ain't seen no shit like what he finna do there. And Jeezy like, finna be Dolo too. Solo. nobody behind him. Solo. Who Jeezy gonna bring with him to? I don't know if I fuck with Jeezy no more, bro. Man, Tip might have to come just for backup. Like, just be it. Shit. Unless that nigga get Meech out. Meech been hiding during COVID. He gotta come with Meech. Meach come <laughs> if he play uh what what he gotta play well shit he can play anything we bring Meach out shit he play Meach out Meach get out early during COVID he win that'll be by default that'll be wild all right my bad wins and losses what we got for wins and losses man our first W is gonna go to Juice World landing on the deceased artist Forbes list yeah man number seven he was on the list fifteen million he's made this year. Man, that shit is rough. crazy. They said he has two thousand songs in the stash. Mm. Fucking believable. Any yeah. guess who was number one on this list? Dead artist. Yep. The mm, Beatles. Well, nah, they alive. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Bingo. Forty-eight million dollars this year. Jesus. Christ. They said most of that came from the masters that he owns. Who gets that money? I don't know who's over his estate. Jeez. Probably his kids. Jeez. Damn. Another W to my man, young Kodak Black. He out here donating 1,000 turkeys to his home down, hometown, excuse me, down in uh, Florida. Where are you from in Florida? Pompano Beach. Pompano. Okay. I, yeah. was, like, I was in Fort Lauderdale this weekend. Mm. Shout out to Kodak, man. Uh, he, he behind bars, but he's still doing charitable work, man. And his new album came out, too. Have you listened to it? I ain't know you had it well. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I knew and didn't listen, shit. so you ain't fucking with it. Nah, not yet. I'm, I'm gonna get to it though. I may check it out while I'm playing. I got Madden playoffs tonight, so I may check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, L to the O'Hare Airport in Chicago. A fan snuck onto a flight to LA. Guess why? So she could go see Hove himself out in Calabasas. <laughs> How? Hey man, do you know how you sneak on a flight? It- it's a pain in the ass to get on a flight when you're supposed to be on the flight. Nigga. You, like, you got to check. You got to get the boarding pass. You got to get through security, check in six nigga. times, bro. You got to you got to board, get past the boarding. On how did you get through all of that with no ticket, bro? Like that's crazy in 2020. 
yeah, being able to sneak in the airport is ninja level skills <laughs> in 2020, nigga. Ninja level, nigga. You said that she wanted to see Jay Z. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't even want. I'm not even. Uh, a W to my man Shine, who wins a seat on the House of Representatives in Belize. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We knew he was going to win. He's replacing his uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his dad is already his like. dad is the prime minister or some shit yeah. like that. The, what, what's crazy ties. is Shine got all these crazy political that ties. nigga was over here trying to rap. And the nigga was in New York trying to be a goon, bro. And this nigga, got, this nigga family runs a country, bro. What are you doing? Nigga was shooting Pup Daddy. Are you serious, bro? Like, what are you doing, dude? That nigga daddy was super embarrassed. United States. him out and believe Works for some rapper. He went to jail for 10 years. This nigga, this nigga moved to be a thug in the United States, nigga. Wild. (laughs) Come on, Shine. Shout out to Shine for turning his life around, man. Absolutely, (laughs) man. On deck of the week, man, who we got? On, def- on Decker of the Week, man, been putting in work out here. You've probably seen him in a couple of the videos. You said it was video of the year, that Drake video. My man Drewski been holding it down, man. He's super funny. I feel like ever since the COVID has came around, he's been holding it down. He had a spot in GQ uh, where they pinpointed him saying he was hip-hop's next thing. So uh, we're going to mm. make Drewski our own Decker of the Week. That's your favorite social media comedian right now? Facts. It ain't even close. Dude funny as shit. Yeah, he funny in the motherfucker. He okay. funny as shit. He passed Desi. Desi, my boy still. He's close, though. Desi gets that, on me in there now and then, but Drewski ain't missed in a minute. He I ain't know, missed. Desi got one in traffic. <laughs> when you see, when you see somebody in traffic, yeah, you know it. <laughs> and he was hitting the gas on him. That was super funny right there. That was. Said, that nigga, was you're lucky your hoe ain't in. <laughs> that shit was funny. He funny, man. Was, they both right was. up there, man. Salute to both of them. They, yeah. uh, Desi was on 2 Chainz album. Was that, wasn't that him? I think that was him on there. It did. That was him. That was him. Yeah. yeah. So they both making moves, man. Yeah, fuck. Shout out to them, man. What you got to put me on? My put on is a podcast. Surprise, surprise. It is called Fight Night. Uh, mm. It is about Muhammad Ali's return to boxing on a fight. It's a fight in Atlanta in 1970. But the podcast is about the biggest black market robbery, black on black, black crime robbery, black mafia robbery ever in history. Uh, it's really, really interesting. They break down this crime that happened during the fight uh, in Atlanta um, for Muhammad Ali. So y'all check that out. It's called Fight Night. Uh, that's hard. That's hard. Tough. And I, w- I want to see that movie about him, uh, about the conversation he had after the fight with Liston. Yeah, yeah, that's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, I, I want to see that though. In Miami, yeah. That, that's him, like Muhammad, I mean, uh, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that shit, dope. Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, no, 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 excuse me. Um, not was, Sammy uh, Davis Jr. Sam Cooke. Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, uh, and Muhammad Ali. And, and about the conversation, the secret, well, not secret, but the meeting they had after he he beat Liston. And then that's when he changed his name to Muhammad, to Muhammad Ali. And uh, somebody made a movie about that. I can't, I think Regina King or Regina Hall, I get those confused. Regina uh, King, I think. 
Regina King. She made a movie about that conversation. It's super, I heard it's super dope. But anyway, I'm, I need to check out that podcast too. That's dope. I also have um, Fight Night. It's out right now. What is it on everything? It is on everything. It is one, two, four episodes. So you can binge it. You have four episodes in. The dude okay. who got robbed, I think his name was Chicken Man. So it looks like it should be very entertaining. I can't yeah. wait to listen to these. Uh, I've got, got a podcast. I've got a podcast to suggest as well. Um, there is a podcast. It's about 15, 20 episodes deep. It is called Real Estate Rookie. This is for my people looking to get into real estate. It is super informative. It is like I listen to this shit all the time. It's perfect if you are just thinking about getting into the game or if you just started. Like they have real life regular motherfuckers on here that own properties that also got nine to fives. Like they not just talking to the big dogs that's fuck, you know, oh yeah, I got, you know, three billion worth of, I can't relate to that shit. I need a regular motherfucker that got a couple of properties and they talk in specific detail of how they got them and how you can do it. So if, you, it's, it's, if you're into real estate, man, check out Real Estate Rookie. It's super informative, man. Every time I listen, I take notes and, and, and apply. So if you're looking to get into that game, I know shit kind of weird with COVID and stuff, man. Like people watch, you watch the news and you think shit going down the tail, going down the tube. It's people getting money out here, man. So like, don't, don't, don't get discouraged by the news and shit. Matter of fact, turn that shit off and get to some paper. Real estate is a good way to do that right now. So don't turn it off. Uh, turn just watch. Off. No, don't turn it off. You got to pay attention to that as well, but don't let it scare you into, you know, that, that shit shouldn't stop what you got going on at all. I do agree with you there, but don't turn that shit off. Watch what's going on. Shout out to my guy, Dame Diddy, man. I got on his shirt, as y'all can see. You said it here before, man, the black is beautiful. Uh, I wanted to rep for him one time, man, and, and put it on and give him a shout out to, man, and all the people out there putting it in. Through the pandemic, all the black-owned black owned businesses, shout out to y'all, man. Absolutely, man. Hey, <clears throat> to the next time, make sure y'all check out patreon.com slash realville and youtube.com slash realville, man, on the road to a thou wow subscribers. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Now we out. Peace.